<laughs> oh. <laughs> We're live, everybody. Oh. As always, pre-show is the best show. Best show. Welcome night. It's, uh, welcome to, to uh, What's on Joe Mind. It's Tuesday night. It's 9.05. It's time to get this thing going. Uh, we've got uh, the HCC 788 t-shirt going tonight uh, in, in uh, honor of our missing comrade who is sadly out of town on some family business that is not pleasant. So our our thoughts and, and well wishes go to to Brian and, and Marianne and everybody involved. Uh, but hey, let's have some fun. We were get, we've been gone for a week, so we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we'll Woo-hoo. we'll pick it up with you uh, right after you listen to our kick-ass theme song. <laughs> Welcome to What's On Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. As you can see, uh, we've got the, our, our normal threesome going tonight. Everybody's got toys except me. Or I guess everybody's playing with toys except me. I got too many toys here on the desk. But um, but I got to hit buttons so I don't get to be cool and play with shit. But um, anyways, again, I'm Mike Irizarry. I'm your host tonight. Uh, joining me here in the top row, as always, he is the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. Uh, name me another show that gets this guy. Mm. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's right. And if you've never had a threesome before, let me give you a little guide. Hello. Going to be a little awkward. Might be good, might not, but either way, it's going to be a hell of a story. Right. Just just always be aware of where your hands are. You'll be That's fine. exactly right. <laughs> Truer words. Uh... <laughs> never spoken. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. oh, if these walls could talk. Anyway. That's right. <laughs> and if they call you the 405 run right because you're gonna get jammed <laughs> and it's not how i wanted to work on our uh our uh californians but out, out of the way check it right off baby just right. like that i am <laughs> done yep in the bottom row uh he is uh, a man without a show for a little while longer our comic books expert rack time rob hi that's all you got? That's oh, all I got. It's, a, it's summertime. He's an editor. Yeah, I know. It's just, I'm out of practice. You got you got nothing. Is Rob unwrapping Big League Chew? Because that's hard. No. It says bubblegum unwrapper. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking more like the double bubble bazooka type. Oh, bazooka gum kind of sucked. Yeah. Just saying. Don't. Just saying. And, and, um, you know, if it wasn't if it wasn't the forefront of American comedy for a generation, mm. uh, we really wouldn't remember it that fondly. Those all. comics were worse than the gum. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> they really were. Now we're talking. We got Big League Chew. If we need Big League Chew, so we're ready. We're prepared for this. We're all set for this. Did you just uh, have, did that? Was that one sitting there, or do you have a box of like fifty over there? It's the same one. I keep looking for an opportunity to open it on the show, and then it never comes, or I forget about it. I thought maybe you got like the Costco uh, pack. 
You you're like solid for a nuclear winter, just in case. Right. Just in case. Yeah. They're spitting all over the dugout pack. I got bubble gum, I got grape, and I got new raspberry. I'm all set. Oh, now we're talking. But anyways, we are on against the Major League Baseball All-Star Game tonight. Yeah, right. The Rangers against the Braves. Can't wait. Right. Who cares? I, I just It's an All-Star Game. So uh, you, got, you know anybody watching that? Go kick in their TV. Tell them to head over. On what's on Joe Mind. We're all, I mean, obviously we're, we're making the right choice, but we're big baseball fans. Right. But it's weird to me that they can't get enough votes to prevent a fan base from just taking over one every year. Right. When the team's good out of nowhere, their fan base just goes like, yeah, we're killing it. We get all the starters and they kind of do. Right. In fairness to the, the Rangers and the Braves, um, if you just pull up, if you pull up the, the the all-star ballot online and it gives you the very basic offensive stats, mm-hmm. like if you're not, those guys are all hitting. Yeah. So if, not, you, if you don't know who to vote for in a spot, like Texas guy and Atlanta guy is not a bad default choice. Yeah. I'm not ripping on them, but I saw a post on a Royals page this week lamenting. Remember the 2015 all-star game? And it was like seven Royals started. Right. So. Yeah, and that was just ballot stacking. Yeah. Come on. Now. Well. Kansas City doesn't get much. You have to give them one. Kansas all- City shouldn't get much. Let me put it that way. Look, I would. <laughs> I I don't have any. Actually, Coughlin Stadium is one of, one of my favorites. I just dig the yeah. waterfall. That's right. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about Cleveland. Bad team, bad system, bad ownership. Kansas City has nothing. We were posting uh, American League uh, Cy Young uh, finalists for my eternal baseball league, and one of them was Stan Kovaleski, the famous spitballer from Cleveland. Just going right. to say Cleveland because I knew what was going to happen when I posted it. So I was very careful to say Hall of Fame Cleveland Indians pitcher Stan Kovaleski is an AL is a finalist for the AL Cy Young Award. And underneath there's a picture of all six. And it says now, mind you, for folks that don't know what Weber does in his spare time, besides the spare time he does with us, mm-hmm. uh, he he runs Eternal Baseball, which is a, a league and a podcast that that takes all of the greatest ball players from throughout the 150 years of Major League Baseball and puts them onto one team and they all rumble at it for us. Yeah. Games and it's it's a blast if you love baseball. If you don't love baseball, skip it. Um, but we refer to in that league, uh, the the Colt 45s as the Astros, the Browns as the Orioles, the Devil Rays as the Rays, the Senators as either the Twins or the Rangers. Basically, if your club changed its name, we go by the current name, and everybody's cool with that except the Cleveland fans. Because it just happened, and because yeah. I call their team by the current name, I am a woke libtard. So, yeah. appreciate it, Cleveland. Right, right. Well, just re- just constantly remind them, hey, one of these days you won't be the team that has the longest World Series drought. So, <laughs> look, I, like- I'm just upset that you have an entire history of of Cleveland baseball players 
and your all-time team does not include Wild Thing Ricky Vaughn. Oh, I know, I, right? I think that's, a, that's a huge mm-hmm. oversight on your part. Right. I, I think I can understand Willie Mays Hayes because there's a lot of outfielders. Right. But there, look, how many great Cleveland relievers are there? I think Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn is your guy. I should I should add him and call him a guardian and just see what happens. Oh yeah, Cleveland fans. Anyway, Super, get superimpose that awful G logo right on there. Look, yeah. I'm all about moving off of that team name, right? I'm I'm not criticizing that one bit. Mm-hmm. But you think you give an entire city's worth of fans the option to change it to something good, and you come up with guardians? Yeah. You're, you you suck, and you deserve to lose, and you deserve to never make the World Series. But I get Indian fans who are like, they're only the Indians now and forever. And I'm like, so they were never the Naps or the Broncos? Yeah. Which they were, um, but whatever. Right. You do you, Cleveland. Oh, oh, my. Just just uh, <laughs> start to start, uh, need to get over back to the Kansas City boards and start talking about right. Frank. Frank, Frank White, White being on the team or whatever. Neil Hill is wondering if this is a baseball stream. No, it's not. We're actually here to talk about Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Because <laughs> somebody threatened to leave if we didn't. Oh, wait. Wasn't this, <laughs> isn't this the week we're talking about Batman, the animated series? No, that's uh, that's that was last week. Uh, and we didn't have a show. That was the Batman episode. Fair enough. <laughs> Oh, goodness. But uh, Phil, of course, priorities in order, calls dibs on Firestar. Redhead. Like he's got a shot. Right? Redhead. (laughs) He's got a better shot with Iceman, frankly. Yeah. (laughs) If you read the current books, absolutely. (laughs) Yep. Totally does. Yep. What do you say Hmm. we get to community calendar? Woohoo! And you'd think when I say that, I would have the, the buttons ready to go. No. Let me get some vodka first. Right. Oh. I don't like where this is going. To never, never experience that again. Well, that was something <laughs> strange. Was that a sea nug or a tater tot? It was a sea nug, man. That was a sea nug. Looked like a tater tot. It was a, a boot shape. Really? Looked yeah. like a tot. I have to look closer next. It's what, McDon- it's what McDonald's calls the boot shape, anyway. Yeah. But uh, yes, uh, good. Our, our good friend absorbed vids with uh, another opening that I I found on the hard drive that I had misplaced. If you have an event for the community calendar, be sure to drop us a line at what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. Um, if you have an opening for community calendar, we'll probably play that too. Yeah. All I know is we better get Joe back on the podcast soon. Cause she's been replaced by her foot. Right. right. <laughs> if not a chicken nugget, then a these, these people, chicken nuggets, one thing. I mean, that's a C nug. Somewhere, somewhere, Rex Ryan is going. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Well, that's just going. That's just going to attract the wrong element. Click, click. And by that, I just mean Rex Ryan. Yep. Right. Ah, damn it. Anyway. <laughs> Anyhow, 
I, I got to refrain. You know, Joe's been on maternity now for what seven weeks, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. I, look, that 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 button was going stale. It had been so long since we had hit it. I had had to throw it in there. Anyways, a little event going on in a couple weekends. You may have heard of it. Uh, we haven't talked about it much because it doesn't need us to publicize it. You all know San Diego Comic Con, right? So we've got kind of a combo community calendar news item going on with this and that there were some G.I. Joe-related panels announced for Comic-Con taking excuse me, taking place July 19th through the 23rd. Um, first up on Saturday at 1 p.m., uh, you can read there if you squint real hard. Uh, Joe's and Cobras don't agree on much, but even they can see that G.I. Joe's classified series toy line is an absolute hit. Emily, John, Lenny, and Tony form the development team behind the scenes uh, from the development team after behind the scenes info, a sneak peek from the future of the classified series and more about the most recent HasLab project. Uh, More news on that later. Make sure to attend because knowing is half the battle. And that is Saturday at 1 p.m. If you're lucky enough to be at Comic-Con on Saturday, go check that out. I'm sure we will all hear all of the normal talking heads flapping at us, breaking news. Yes. Mm. Um, but uh, Scott is confused. Comic-Con for convicts? Is this in a prison? It may as well be, Scott. Mm-hmm. It may as well be. Prison comics. A lot of Suicide Squad. But hey, man. Burger Lounge? Uh, round Table Pizza? San Diego's fantastic. Can't wait. Andrew, Andrew Gaugan gives us the, you mean Comic-Con International in San Diego? Of course. San Diego Comic-Con staff. Yeah, that's probably about right. Uh, Biff McConkey Donk, if I can make it work, I'll try and live stream the panel. You will be tackled by security. Uh, so I hope you're ready to uh, yeah. give up some pain. Bob and weave, buddy. Yeah. Running, running crooked lines. Just play Yakety Sax and start running. Right. It'll be awesome. <laughs> or, or maybe maybe if, uh, if Diana Davis is in attendance, uh, maybe you can set her up with the real recording and you just have like the big dummy camera mm-hmm. and, and there you go. occupied while she records the panel. Decoy action. There you go. Now we're put thinking. The, put yeah. the camera on the support animal that is a bulldog or a one-eyed cat and watch them struggle to try to get at it, right? Yeah. <laughs> or you get those Mission Impossible camera glasses. Oh. Uh, cheapest Big Spender says, uh, and be sure to check out the Japanese friendship bell while they're searching for free parking. Well, there you go. Makes perfect sense. Um, anyways, <laughs> so Comic Con two weekends from now, um, GI Joe classified panel one p.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That is the twenty second. Uh sure. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with it. No, I think you're right. Yeah, I'll double check. But... Uh, also at Comic Con later that Saturday at four fifteen p.m. Uh, the Transformers and G.I. Joe are back at Skybound, uh, kicking off the Energon universe. Superstars Robert Kirkman, Daniel Warren Johnson, uh, Joshua Williamson, I am really struggling to read this, and Sean Mankiewicz reveal the secrets behind the most anticipated comics of 2023. So same day, Saturday, July 22nd, 4.15 p.m. Again, if you're lucky enough to be at San Diego Comic-Con on Saturday, that's your spot. 
cool. Should be a great time. Yeah. Like, I'm, like I said, well, I'm sure we all the the normal talking heads will be there to to race to their computers to, to be mm-hmm. the first to inform us of the news. Um, and some of them do great work. I don't want to make it sound like I'm against people breaking news mm-hmm. because Lord knows we've taken our turn breaking news. Yeah, uh, it's just the 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 uh, like that breakneck race to always be first. Guess and, what? <laughs> and, not, and not provide any substance behind that is just frustrating to me. Only one of you is first. So, right. and and nobody cares but you. Mm-hmm. Been to four comic cons, uh, never been to a panel. <laughs> cool, because <laughs> I was a booth babe. I have to say, you were you were working. You never yeah, went as yep. a man. You were you were there working. That was that was one of the coolest things about the first Joe Con I went to post Hasbro was I got to go to lots of panels and do things. And normally, I was just the booth guy. So. And, uh, Diana Davis checking in with the talking point that I had on this one. Uh, I'm confused as to why they don't mention a real American hero in that panel. And truthfully, I, I, I get that. I don't think there's anything necessarily sinister behind that. I think that mentioning bringing a, a real American hero in might just take, they might not have enough time to get through both what they want to talk about with Energon Universe and real American hero. Oh, I, th- I thought you were talking about the classified panel. And I was going to be like, yeah, because they don't make that shit anymore. Right. right. Yeah. They got rid. Yeah, because they're done. (laughs) They're gone. They are hands off. We're going to get a couple of dreadnoughts with a transformer, and then we're done. We're out. They're gone. They're gone. So, um, but uh, Andrew Galgan, and when you work the booth, you can never leave. That's exactly right. One of my fondest memories working the booth was Daryl coming literally skipping back with a, a cobra bug in his hands <laughs> he was so jacked jacked up about it and i'm like daryl i know you have at least one and he's like oh yeah a couple loose and a couple mint and the chinese version and the, the one from the moon and because daryl has everything but i was it was one of the things that i really liked about daryl was that he still got excited over that right so why did he buy it kids if he had five more because it was really a really good one. A really good one, and I got a really good price, he said. Yeah. And I looked at him because he had a I knew he had a panel to go to or dinner with the 12, the you know, the the old school GI Joe guys or something. I said, Daryl, where are you gonna put that? Because the bug is sizable, right? Yeah, hard to get home. It's in good shape now. Uh it's the size of a small appliance, yeah. And it was it was like I hit him in the face with a shovel. Where are you gonna put that? And he's like, um. You know, I'll just tuck it in the bottom shelf of, of, of the display, the Hasbro display. <laughs> and I'm like, and and you think we'll get asked about that at all? <laughs> this is back when, when we were making, you know, four-inch tall Joes. And Wasn't that in Colorado? He put it yeah. down there and tried to obscure it with like a, a sign or some, or some cardboard or something. And, <laughs> and whenever a fan would come up, once it got slower, a fan would come up and I'd go, hey, how you doing? I'm Mark. We're not making a bug. <laughs> when Daryl was gone, um, I I would steal his chair at that particular con. <laughs> there, there were a number of folks who came up to me um, asking what I did for the line. And I said, mostly drag it down. Yeah, just, just say mar- marketing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just here stealing a chair because I'm lazy. Yeah, and chairs are hard promotion, to come by, man. Ooh. 
All right. But um, yeah, so. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't think uh, I don't think Real American Hero is missing for any nefarious reasons. I, I think it's just one of those where it's an established, an established thing. Like they they know what everybody who everybody out there who's interested in it uh, knows what knows what they're selling, uh, and so they don't necessarily want to put a panel behind it. Panel panel space is tough to come by and expensive, so I can forgive it this time just because there's newer stuff going on. Anyways. Um. Next up. Dude, dude. Oh wait. No, no. Uh, also, that week, if you're not going to be in San Diego, well, by all means, you need to be in Butler, Pennsylvania, uh, with uh, special host Matt Rubin at the Butler Area Toy Show. And that's right. That's a Cabbage Patch doll bat in the logo there. <laughs> I thought it was the 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 uh, the toy soldier from KB logo. Whatever. Uh, Butler area toy show, of course, bats, B-A-T-S. So it's the toy store in the mall, uh, in the Clearview mall, Butler PA, July 22nd. That is Saturday from 11 to four, uh, $10 early bird gets you in the door an hour earlier. And, um, parking is free cause it's a mall. It's a mall, right? Good deal. I mean, maybe that mall has like cool, you know, sheltered parking garage parking that you pay for but there's plenty of free plenty of free parking again it's a mall nobody goes there anymore so lots of free parking that mall's too that mall's too busy no one goes there anymore yeah. <laughs> a special zero dollar discount and that's not a percent man they're going bulk zero dollar discount um if you hug matt rubin and mention what's on joe mind that's right uh, Darren Marshall's in tonight because they announced a couple paratroopers. So that's that's why he's there in. There you go. That's why he's in. Good good to see you too, man. But <laughs> wait, your handle is Beachhead now? It it was way back when I met Darren Marshall. I'm just saying it's just one of those things where people start to look like their dogs eventually. No, no, he's a he's a message board guy. So that's 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 how that's how far back I've known him. Was uh, your handle Beachhead? Yeah, in most just, places. Just Beachhead. That's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Matt Rubin says, "Not knocking the show, but that mall is pretty empty to host a toy show." They all are. That's why so plenty free. of parking. Yeah, loads of toy show, Lo loads of free parking. Oh, Darren Marshall dropping the Joe Sightings reference. I was on Joe Sightings all the time. I didn't post, but it You're saved watching. me saved me trips. I was one of the admins there. Right? I probably I would have got banned. We we will ironically talk about Joe sightings later this episode. Oh yeah. Uh, Diana Davis says, you know, if SAG after after strikes, panel space may open up. Well boy. Hope springs eternal. You know, hey, if uh if they offer them as nonsensical as a, of a terrible deal as they did the writers, get ready for panel space to open up. I'm just looking forward to the Joe Sightings discussion in our special new segment called Alta Vista Geosity is sponsored by Netscape Navigator. You stop that. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. You stop that. It's going to be cool. Knock that off. Geosities? The, in the intro has the dial-up sound. It's going to be fantastic. Geosities? Is that headquartered in Metrocity? You are, you Pretty are, much. You are killing me. <laughs> 
Right. Darren says uh, he does military research for the classified brand now. So there you well, go. All right. Yes. Uh, started in uh, wave two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, wave two is gung ho. So maybe wave three. Ooh, yeah. wave, wave three. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'm glad. Hey, that's awesome. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Glad you got, uh, glad you found a way to, to be involved. I mean, it, it probably pays better than what we're doing. <laughs> but uh, speaking of which of course uh, be sure to visit the the coffee link down below in the comments uh, we got 13 of you now we got the dirty baker's dozen Ooh. all right yeah that doesn't sound like a group it sounds like a move that's right <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's most effective uh, after the reverse rick moranis oh boy I, I am not uh i am not going i am not going there <laughs> I gotta try and not not willingly, <laughs> not without at least three drinks in me. That's right. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Anyways, next up, of hey course, it's back. Uh, it's the Kentuckyana GI Joe Toy Expo, July 29th in Shepherdsville, Kentucky, at the Paroquet Springs Conference Center. And being in Kentucky, I'm pretty confident that that's. Paraquet. So, uh, great show if you're into three and three quarter. Great show if you're into 12 inch Joes. Uh, I've known these guys for a while. Uh, we worked with them back when I was running CoilCon. Uh, so, a great show, great dealer room. Uh, 10 to 4, $8 gets you in the door. Early bird gets you in at 9 for 15. Uh, there is a Friday night preview from 5 to 8 p.m. You can do that for 30 bucks. Um, and of course, plenty of free parking as this is a quality G.I. Joe show. Um, as it says right there in the, in the, in the ad, uh, for all the current news and details, slide on in to KYGIJoe.com. <laughs> you get three drinks in me, and maybe mm -hmm. that might happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Free, free parking. Oh, what is this double entendre night? Awesome. Uh, yes, it is. Well, I mean, you know, anytime you get KYGI Joe on, on the docket, um, we go completely middle school. If Joe were here, she would have left already. Content, <laughs> content gets a little slippery. Yep, <laughs> it's loose humor, <laughs> just, just glides along. Yeah, we're, we're working blue tonight. <laughs> We're trying not to, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people out there wondering if two weeks was long enough for us. This is going to be the punchy show. This is already the punchy show. What are oh, you? Oh yeah, this future tense. Uh, Scott asks, "Is the parking bad?" Normally, no, but all good shows have free parking. Mm -hmm. That's just there's there's going to be a lot of running gags, Scott. I know you're kind of new. Um, if it just 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 roll with them eventually they'll start to make sense yeah uh but but free parking is one of our things also if uh if there's a, a statue of a stand-up comic outside the paraquet springs conference center please somebody let us know report back <laughs> oh goodness uh josiah alcorn notes that parking is free but only in the back Oh boy! But, but hey, for KYGI Joe, that's where it's necessary. So you know, <laughs> he 
It figures you'd be having a night like this, says Matt Rubin, between the day I've had and my birthday. Well, happy birthday, Matt Rubin. Uh, apologize that it's it's not going so hot for you, but hopefully uh, our buffoonery will make it a little better for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> buffoonery. That's about right. Oh, goodness. We're known buffoons. <laughs> that's all we got on community calendar. Yeah, look, that's it. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> That that was that was something. <laughs> Not sure what, but something. I, look, he, we warned everybody when I did that live that that was what was going to happen there, right? And he, the man <laughs> followed through. Okay, we we knew that was coming. We I I, I apologize to everyone. <laughs> staff, viewers, <laughs> everyone. I'm sorry. That's on me. Okay, staff, viewers. However, what we should take from that is that if you have a show that you want to promote on Community Calendar, uh, and so anything to bracket with those fine buffers that he he brings to that Absorbvids brings to us, um, what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. It's a great place for all the correspondence you have for the show, uh, whether it's uh, Community Calendar events or letters for the mail mail call. Or uh, even if you just got pictures of the stuff that you bought recently, should we'll put them up? We've done it before. Nobody <laughs> said anything, so we, we you don't see it because it doesn't come to us. We got nothing. Now that we've pushed out Mail Call Episode Five available on our channel, um, which many of you watched right away, and thank you. And the rest of you need to go watch because mm-hmm. if we're going to do short content. The point is so that more of you watch it. And, and, you know, hey, spread the word on this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying to answer questions from you, our beloved community, and do some good in the world. So I like that the creator of the outro, our pal Absorbvids, apologized in the comments <laughs> for the thing he created and we used, right? Look, man, again, that's not your fault, man. That's on me. No. I, yeah. And, and I kind of dared you when it happened. So yeah. that, that, that's on me. That's not on you. Yeah. It's like a no. full-blown Muppet freakout right there. Right? Not not your fault, Mr. Oppenheimer. <laughs> no. No, I tell you, man, you're you're an artist. You keep doing what you do. Ugh. Just that you are you are showing society to itself. I want you to keep that keep that up. I wanted to be one of those Sesame Street Martians who sticks their bottom lip up as a shield. <laughs> <laughs> uh Paul Matt will be in Kentucky on the 29th. He hopes to meet everyone there. Okay. Right. Nomad's Wandering has it correct. I am not the one to apologize. It's <laughs> my fault. I am apologizing to the rest of you. That is on me. That is on me. Just uh, sorry, I'm going through the comments a little bit. So, but that was that was terrifying, and that that's kind of why I love it. That was hard listen. Like Kermit the Frog on a hot plate. Hi ho. <laughs> oh. It is fantastic. <laughs> so uh, it, it's uh, you know at that point it's there's not much else to do. 
We'll move on to the news. We haven't we haven't frightened anyone to death with that just yet. Hello, newsman. First news item. Do 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 do. Going on now on Kickstarter. Uh, you can join the Navy with heavy armor toys in the Navy. Join your fellow man. Right. Uh, protect the motherland. Funding through July twenty second at eleven p.m. This one's well on its way. It's it's got a low funding goal. It only requires twenty one thousand. It's over two thirds of the way there, uh, and with over a week to go, still. Let me let me give you an exact date on this. Let me pull it. I've got it pulled up. Uh, come on, come on, screen, come on, come on, come on. Oh my, no, it's over almost eighteen thousand uh, dollars of a twenty-one thousand dollar goal. It's got eleven days to go yet. Oh wow! So it's lots. Awesome. Yeah, lots of time to start piling up many, many stretch goals. Uh, let's let's spread the word on this. Let's give it a look. Head over to Kickstarter. Type in in the Navy because uh, that that is that'll be what brings this right up for you. Lots of great uh, O-ring figures available to to join the ever increasing list of available O-ring figures not made by Hasbro. Uh, but uh, lot lots of spots that uh, that. Uh, Hasbro didn't fill in the day. There's a, a couple of guys that that look kind of familiar. Um, Ketchup is part of the original twenty-one thousand uh, dollar funding. Uh, Mustard and Relish, the other flight crew guys, uh, they are the first two stretch goals. Uh, we've got uh, sailors in life vests. We've got uh, Navy SEALs that on land that kind of look like wetsuit did in the comics. We've got that. We've got a, a gunner that looks kind of like Deep Six did in the comics when he wasn't in his big diver bell. We've got officers. We've got other flight crew. We've got all kinds of cool stuff going on in this Kickstarter. Uh, go on out and check it out for yourself. Uh, figure out what you can pledge and, and give this give this a look. Um, totally right. in the age. Yeah, and it's it's just about there. Uh, at, at, with eleven days to go and less than four thousand dollars, you can. I, I mean, knock on wood, this is this is more or less in the bag at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I am I am uh, I am pleasantly surprised that it took that much of a jump since the last time I looked yesterday. And not to squish their momentum, but if you take that original Deep Six and take a hammer to it, that uh, Deep Six figure is on the inside. It's like snake armor. A lot of people yeah. don't know that. I that is that is not true. Actually, pretty sure that's true. I heard that somewhere. Uh, yeah, it's not true. Pretty sure. Yeah, don't do that. I'm not, I'm not saying how I know that, whether it's through experience or not. But that is actually not true. Look, if you take a hammer to that original Deep Six figure, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would be more articulated. That's, isn't that's, the isn't the neck on that like four inches long or something like that? I think it is. Like I think I remember somebody broke one open to try to use the head to make a more reasonable Deep Six. And instead, they made Mechanic. <laughs> right, <laughs> it was not what they were going for. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, you were just kind of better off taking a grunt head and painting the hair red. Although, if you want to stick a life jacket on that figure, then you know you can. I like the it. extra neck would help. Kind of works. If he if that head peg is four feet long, you just put him in the turret of the whale on its own, and <laughs> he's good. Just stick the head, stick it out of the gun tub. You put glasses on him, and hey, plastic man. Hey, there you go. Who knew? 
right? At red hair, he'd be the elongated man. <laughs> yeah, Beta Ray Bob notes that taking a hammer to deep 6v1 is about the only way to have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to argue that. Pumping the bellows to go up and down wears off pretty fast, so yeah. Yeah, Neil, Neil Hill also asks, why, why did 25th Deep Six not fix the original shortcoming? That is really the question for the ages. I, I understand it's not going to be perfect, but all they did was add wrists. Yeah. That wasn't me, by the <laughs> way. Elbows. Not me. I'm sorry, elbows too. My bad. Yeah, yeah uh, not me. Uh, po yeah, pointless is what it was. So yeah, no no idea. No idea. Um, Dustin Jeffrey notes that some say if you take a hammer to Deep Six, your hammer would break. <laughs> and yeah, that sounds about the way that would go. But to remember, get yourself over to Kickstarter. Check out In the Navy. Pull up this campaign and give it a good look. It is, it's going to make it. So uh, might as well get yourself on board. Let's unlock some stretch goals. Let's they make this happen. They want you. Do, 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 do. Do, doing a great job with the with the product and, and, and uh, getting the word out on Facebook. Now it's time for, for us to help you out. Spread this out in your social media circles. Let's get this done. Next news item. Do do do. Boot. All right. Look, so, I'm I'm freelancing here. We had a pregnant. Uh, no, I'm freestyling here. Sorry. I didn't want to cut you off. It sounded like yeah. we had a pregnant pause. Right. But uh, Power jo Power Comics Super Joe Unlimited campaign is going for another couple hours. It is done as of midnight Eastern time tonight. Uh, it is fully funded. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, give it a pledge if you haven't already. Uh, looks like a, a great opportunity to take a Real American Heroes' immediate predecessor, uh, bring it to life in comic book form. Uh, we're going to get at least issue one. So there you go. Get yourself on board. Um, it's there. It's time. It's now. Uh, it's it's Super Joe Unlimited. It is funded, and you got uh, once we get done tonight, just head on over to Kickstarter. Check out Super Joe Unlimited. Pull right up for you. $10,000 goal. It's blown it away. Uh, so uh, get yourself in now because it's going to be a lot easier to, to, to get in on the ground floor than it is to try and find issue one later. And let's hit that stretch goal. I think it's biker short, bike shorts for Gorgonzola there in the background. Yes. And he needs it. <laughs> Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. So, somewhere out there, Dr. Man, Jack Kirby style briefs. Somewhere out there, Dr. Manhattan is like, geez, man, have some, uh, <laughs> have some, dignity. have some humility. Jesus. And not not just you know the cheapo Walmart stretchy shorts either you know like the good ones like the Under Armour ones that's yeah, what we're yeah. trying to get for yeah Gorgon needs yoga pants wrestling quality <laughs> yeah Matt Rubin notes this is just the comic series on Kickstarter for now not sure if they'd be allowed to do toys or not somebody else has the toy rights and uh, Power Comics has like there there are some toy uh, stretch or rather. Um, uh, pledges that you can make for some of the official new super Joe toys head over to Kickstarter and check that out. Yeah. I don't think they've got a gore done yet though. Uh, but, but again, go, go look, go check it out for yourself. Next news item. Do, 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 do gore. And uh, congratulations to, to Austin, everybody involved there. Uh, they've got a uh, variant covers got made. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off in your middle of your dudes, but, uh, uh, there's a, a stretch goal or rather a, a variant cover from, from Larry Hama. There's a variant cover from Brian Shearer. 
there, there's all kinds of established Joe folks working on this project. Uh, so uh, head over and support them as well. Sorry about that, Mark. Can... There you go. And uh, it's old news at this point, but we, we would be remiss if we didn't put together a cheesy graphic for them. Uh, but we had some pre-order reveals way back on June 28th. Uh, we got to see the Crimson Viper. We got to see the redone Firefly uh, with his robot sidekick, Kirby. And we got to see the Amazon exclusive Nunchuck. He is only available through Amazon and selected fan channels. Uh, Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth and so and so. Uh, these are available now. Uh, I don't think any of them are available on the Pulse anymore. Uh, but you should be able to get them in their normal, you know, natural homes without too much difficulty. Even the Crimson Viper. Mark Weber, you in on any of these? All of them. All yeah, of them. I think I, I think I only bought one Crimson Viper, though. I'm starting to get a little, a little, because normally I'll get three of any troop builder, but I'm starting to get a little, a little uh, more uh, judicious in the depth. But yeah, I get, I'm trying to get one of everything. Right. There's so. there's a little bit of viper viper fatigue going on. Uh, yeah. The Python guy, and then this guy right on right on top of him. So I, I get that. And even though Firefly looks a little thin in the crotch compared to his predecessor, Ew. the diaper viper, uh, he looks great. And Nunchuck looks great. So yeah. nice to see some camo on guys. <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> the camel's there. It's just dark. It's very dark. Yeah. It's very dark. It was, I thought it was an interesting decision on Falcon to make the camo stripes the same color as his pants. It, it was a, it's a head scratcher. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's there is Nunchuck, and for what Nunchuck is, which is kind of a goob, mm. it's a good figure. Mm. Good figure. I mean, I I don't care about Nunchuck one way or the other. I I ordered one just because whatever. Um, I'm a I'm kind of a whore, and they've got me at this point. But they were pretty painless. I think I got mine from Big Bad. I usually do if they're available. Free plug, just saying, because they don't pay me anything. Right, right. Um, they used to sponsor the show back in the day. Come on. I'll talk to Joel. Right. He sends us those personal emails every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like Tom used to on MySpace. Right. I actually defriended Tom. <laughs> I think I, everyone did eventually, right? right I mean, Tom got, got what, $500 million for that, so I'm not that upset about it. But Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, just no offense to Tom. I just, I didn't know Tom. Yeah. Get out of here, Tom. Get out of here. Go on, Tom. Go on with yourself. I appreciate what you're going for, but I have friends. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Viper fatigue can be relieved by a stay at the Cobra Rest and Recreation Ooh. Center in Antarctica as seen on the, uh, the Viper is coming. Catch a show with the Cobra cuties. Right. Uh, Neil Hill says what we really need is a repaint of the bat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, but you know what? Um, I, I get you. that There's a good joke in there, but at least they do different stuff with the bat. School you know, bat. Right. At least the Arctic bat gave us the, the, the chainsaw hand and the new head if you want to put a different head on them. Like, there's different stuff going on there. This Cobra, this Crimson Viper is just the same stuff just in different colors when the arctic bat is brand new right like at least the concept we've never had that before right right Right. or did we was there ever an arctic bat 
Uh, there, there was uh, at the the last stages of of the, the four inch lines. There was a, a white bat that got put out there. Okay. But um, you know, Derek Derek Holloman with the the obvious. What we really need is another snake eyes. There's nothing wrong with another snake eyes as long as it's totally different, right? If they did the V four snake eyes, hell yeah, bring it on. But uh, Darren Marshall chiming in, 50th anniversary was packaged with snow job. Ah, there you go. So that wasn't me either. But it wasn't bad. No, no, it was fine. It was just just a repaint. But um, yeah, Justin Deffrey notes uh, snagged a Viper three pack for Prime Day today. They were they were cheap, only forty nine ninety nine, I think. So oh, that's, wow, that's that's deep discount on a on a Viper three pack. Yeah, that is. That's not quite as well as I did with the thirty-five percent off thing that uh, Azra Pulse did, but right. But you can get you can get the whole first wave of uh, starting lineup figures for four ninety-nine. Right. <laughs> if you go to Ollie's, yeah. Right. I was in an Ollie's earlier today. There's one not five minutes away from here. Did you find anything? It was. Uh, you might as well call it the uh, Snake Eyes, the movie figure Ooh. superstore. It was choking. On those figures, especially. So, Akiko survived the movie by hiding in an Ollie's. Yes. Yep. Okay. That's how she made it through. Uh, yeah. All five of them were less of Scarlet than anybody else. But um, that's because they're still at the Walmart. <clears throat> right. It's just. I mean, if I am the first to dismiss when when people call less popular figures peg warmers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think classified proper has known a peg warmer yet. Some, some sell better than others. Um, you know, you, but there really weren't any that just sat there except man, those movie figures. Yeah. The funny thing is you'll see them go away and then they'll come back. Right. At, uh, at the Ollie's, they are four ninety nine. Mm. There were a couple other normal classified Joe's non-movie classified Joe's that were twelve ninety nine. Because people want to back those, people want to buy those, right? But for four ninety nine, you can get yourself a, a a movie movie Snake Eyes. Nope, at least three pegs of Snake Eyes alone. They weren't bad <laughs> figures, as I recall. Other than wasn't the Storm Shadow kind of rotten? Yeah, Storm like, Shadow's a bit dull. Wasn't he like bone colored, not white, and hardly any yeah. accessories? Yeah, yeah. eggshell. <laughs> He's taupe, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's it was it was a, a a good opportunity ruined by some bad colors. Top shadow. But um, hey, yeah. does Firefly have his phone? Is is that what's in his hand, or is that a controller for? I believe it's a detonator. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Diana saying what we're all thinking. Somebody likes that action pose. Yeah, duh. It, <laughs> it covers up the brutal chest cut. They know what they're doing. I'm not kidding. Look, they have vests for that, though. They, they yeah. all three of these guys have gear that covers up that brutal chest cut, so yeah. even that doesn't work. Just in case. But um, Derek Holloman has yet to discover classified at his ollies. There's a lot of eternal movie figures. Boy, did and that for movie, that we're sorry. Boy, did that movie suck out loud. I, I, oh. I, I will take triples of Snake Eyes movie figures over anything from Eternals. Wow, such oh. a bad movie. Mm. Mm. I seem to remember ages ago a Joe Colton post 
about how excited she was that they went to like four different stores and managed to get all the Eternals figures. Yeah. She lied. And yeah, I'm I don't like, get that. Yeah, you could have waited and just got them at the dump. <laughs> just saying. Right. What a crappy movie that was. I, that was such a bad movie. I, the high point is Star Fox showing up. Right. Red Worst Red. possible Avenger, yet he's the highlight. Yeah. And the guy, I don't even remember his name, the guy who played one of them is from a fantastic BBC uh, series called The Bodyguard. If you've never heard of it or seen it, it's really good. And I, he showed up in this, and I'm like, oh, it's that guy. That actor's great. I'm like, and we'll never hear from him again. Kiss of death. Right. Hmm. Right. Uh, but Matt Rubin's correct. Uh, the mo- figures were were nice for what they were. Uh, the movie they yeah. were associated with sucked to high heaven, and that is also true. Mm-hmm. But there again, not not a statement on the cast. I don't think it was it was not acted poorly. No, it's but just a, a badly written movie, a poorly directed movie. I I will maintain, however, that the Eternals is among the most accurate of MCU translations, in that both the comic and the movie bore me to tears. There you go. So yeah, I just I just finished reading like back to back to back issues of X Men. I'm a big X Men honk. Jesus. There's a lot of talking going on, right? I've gone through three comics in a row. Ain't nobody fought nobody. Uh, Sam Myers notes that bodyguard guy is Robba Stark. Is that his name? Yes. No, no. The, the actor's name is Richard Madden, but he played Rob Stark on Game of Thrones. Oh, as oh, well. I was not a Game of Thrones guy. So he's a uh, Robba Stark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers: He's the victim of the Red Wedding. <laughs> the one even i know what happened at the red wedding man come on now there's plenty of victims to go around there next news item do 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 we're moving along we're we're not even at the hour mark we're well Flying. into this at this point let's go like weber's hosting right no time to go is there a pitch clock on <laughs> if this was the eternal baseball podcast Trevor Hoffman would be giving up a grand slam right about now. Right about now. Yeah, right because about you now. dared to call for the bullpen. Yeah, and that's not a slam on Hoffman. Insert Lee Smith, Jason Isringhausen, John Hiller, uh, whoever our closer is. Uh, it's about time for him to crap the bed. Right. Because uh, they they hate relievers in a tournament. Oh, you, you, bring it, you bring in the goose. It turns into home run derby. Pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Checkpoint Alpha wonders, sup, guys? That's a good sup. question. That's sup. what everybody's wondering. What the hell is up tonight? Sup. Sup. <laughs> it's kind of a punchy evening, if to answer your yeah. question. It's we're not making fun of you. We're just, mm-hmm. we're just, um, we're flighty. You missed the threesome in the KY show, right? Free parking though, but only in the back. Free parking in the rear. <laughs> well. Well, now we got the next short. <clears throat> yeah, nobody looks at them either. Why don't you go go to our channel? Look at our shorts. Or our longs. Check out our shorts. Anyways. <laughs> we got a bend uh, reference. Uh, says, uh, we've discussed baseball in the Eternals. Are we sure this isn't the Eternal Baseball Podcast? Oh! Ooh-hoo-hoo. 
Maybe that's why we don't have more viewers. People see Eternal and they're like, oh, God, boy. Oh, not that Marvel movie. <laughs> uh, that never works. But bo bonus points for Dustin Jeffrey. There we go. Making it happen. There we go. Ha he, he gets five honcho points. Jake Rose. <laughs> yeah, but Jake Rose gets 100 for referencing Ben and Sisters. Yeah. The best one, the best, the best one is Highway 20. It goes due east out of Bend, and there ain't nothing on it until you get to Burns, which is like two hours east. There's one city. It's called Millican, and legit, it's like population five, right? Oh, God. And the best bit, right? Because there is like a gas station there. There was a murder there like 20 years ago. And I'm like, well, that can't be too hard to solve, right? It's five people. One guy's dead. One guy runs a gas station and called it in. One guy's the sheriff. So right. kind of narrows it down. Flip a coin and start there. The serial killer in Millican uh, is going to have a short career. But uh, for, for our audio-only listeners, uh, Jake Rose wrote in to, don't be in a hurry, Mark. If you're still in Bend, Highway 22 is jammed at Sisters. I, I kind of doubt it, but and, Sisters uh, is Mark, small. I, as you can see, Mark is Mark is at home by the Pat Tillman jersey he's got hanging uh, in his living room wall. I don't know. Eh, whatever. It's all it all kind of runs together. We got that open floor plan, which lets every room get dirty at the same time. That's it's nice. Good good uniform look though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. And, and I cleared out some clutter uh, this week. They're called Derek and Elizabeth. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's cold. That cold. No, they're on the they're on the cave. Well, I would say they're on vacation, but they're in Arizona right now. And this is not the time to go to Arizona, but no. Yeah. No. they're going to come back a little singe. It's okay. <laughs> so what you're saying is no, no, no uh, cameos. No. As they run by and nope. trip, trip over the stair gate. Nope, ain't ain't nobody running down unless unless it's Mrs. Weber, and then uh, it'll look like this. Right there, you go. Right by her by her choice. I'm always encouraging her to get on camera, and she's like, "Nah, you couldn't afford my rate." That I mean, I've heard that. Before. I've heard that before. I'll be honest. Fair enough. Fair enough. That, that is true. Um, we cannot. Mm -mm. We can't afford anybody. Mm -mm. Uh, we we have actually approached some guests in the past. And it's kind of a different world. Like we used to get all kinds of guests on on what's on Joe Mind. If you go back in our audio library, uh, there there are interviews all over the place, and it we haven't done that nearly as much in recent years. And it's because we're kind of a victim of our own success in that regard. Because uh, in a lot of cases, uh, the folks that we got for interviews didn't really understand that there was a market for things like podcasts to do interviews. So now they charge for them. And um, that's not everybody. I don't want to. I'm, I'm painting not with a, the widest of brushes, mm -hmm. but it's difficult. And and uh, frankly, if if you have the even if you have the choice of going on a show where somebody is paying you versus one where somebody is not, um, I'd go on the one that paid me. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we we're all in that boat, right? Absolutely. So, so yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I don't. We're not mad at them. But we, if you're wondering why we don't have nearly so many guests, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. That's why. Anyways, moving on. Next news item. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
Joe Colton can't come back soon enough. I know, right? I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, boy. Anyways, uh, revealed on Instagram, Doc's going to be part of the classified line. Yay! There we go. Good to see you. But you can see it there. That is uh, straight off uh, Emily's post on Instagram. Uh, oh, you're still reading because she put a bunch of stuff before it. How dedicated. Second spoiler alert. Doc is joining Airborne and General Hawk in the main line. So there you go. We've got a there's Stretchy the Stretcher thanking them for revealing on Monday and not on Tuesday. Because mm -hmm. last month, all those Tuesday leaks and Tuesday reveals were killing me on show <laughs> prep. So I really I'm really happy that stuff happened on Monday this time around. Had had they clearly referred to Hawk as General Hawk before? I, I think so. Okay. Kind of intermittently. I, I think much, much like the rest of us, we just call Hawk Hawk, right? Yeah, but but them saying General Hawk, right? Pretty much lets you know what version you're getting. Yeah, look, yeah. version one Hawk is kind of a turd. I don't give a shit about version one Hawk. I want spacesuit. I want Buzz Lightyear Hawk. Like Come that's, on now. That's a guy who uh, I I understand that he was the <laughs> he was a popular choice for stretch goals with the with the dragonfly, but whatever. I, I yeah. I Hawk, he was never going to be a stretch goal. Come on. Yeah, I, I, I'm not upset that Colonel Hawk in his in his orange drab original green is not part of things. I think everybody who who is included in the campaign is far more interesting than he would be. So, but uh, yes, General Hawk is is generally what what the verbiage has been used officially. We just don't we don't say the general very much. We don't officially know what Doc they mean though, right? Other than they just uh, said Doc, no, the Doc. Uh, I went with the one with Stretchy the Stretcher because oh, we, I, we hope, I hope it's part of it. I hope it's the dude. No offense, right? But I like it if you're going to make a new female character, then make Bomb Strike, right? Give me a new female character, not just it's Doc, but uh, or shooter. she's a girl, Burr. yeah, shooter, right? Who is. I don't know about confirmed, but uh, it, she's her name's popped up in places already. That would be something. She's, I think she's on the rumor mill. They've never made a shooter figure without me causing it. So if you're wondering who's causing all this, <laughs> yo, that's it. Yeah. Say moi. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> oh, and another thing. You're welcome. <laughs> Right. Uh, I like that shooter figure. Ah, Josiah Alcorn with the best point of the night and the most terrifying. No, <laughs> it'd be Doc Link Talbot, combat veterinarian. Speaking of, we're going to call that foreshadowing. Right, but uh, Dar Darren, who has again been doing research for the for the the brand, says it's Carl and not Carla. So there you go. All right. Good. All right. Thank you, Darren. <laughs> I had a feeling as classic as they've been leaning lately, it was probably going to be, you know. Yeah. Original. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any of that, the, the rumor stuff or the confirms. I don't have it in front of me. So bear with me if I screw that stuff up as the night goes on. Try try not to explode, live chat. Try not to. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I do pay attention to this, but I got a show to run. That's right. Anyways. Uh, so, Doc. Yay, Doc. Next news item. Doo -doo. 
That brings us up to our weekly Hasbro Pulse HasLab Dragonfly discussion. It is funding through the 17th, so this is the last episode of the show we're going to get in uh, before this sucker closes up. we got six days left. Uh, we will be coming in hot next week, right as it ends, to talk about the aftermath. Um, but that is still available. If you got 275 bucks plus tax and shipping, if you're not a Pulse Premium member, and you got some space to free up before next summer, uh, maybe, maybe a dragonfly is for you. Uh, almost 16,000 of you have decided that, yes, a dragonfly is for me. Uh, as we go on, that will unlock Glenda as the second stretch goal. And that uh, means that yet yeah, also on Monday revealed was that Night Force Crazy Legs is the third stretch goal for this dragonfly campaign. And it, I, you know what? That's a bit of a left field, left field uh, reveal there, but I'm happy with it. What about you, the honcho Mark Weber? I mean, it, it just occurred to me that he was Dave Thomas, right? Doesn't come with a cheeseburger or anything. <laughs> or 20 years of bad commercials, but... <laughs> you leave Dave Thomas cologne. I I leave his cologne? Leave him alone. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wear his cologne. Hey, Wendy's has not been the same since he's gone. Pretty, pretty sure he used, uh, you know, just some kind of sauce back there, probably. But Look, man... It, it, Wendy's Wendy's burger grease is the best kind of burger grease to smell like. I suppose that's fair. Um, I don't have any problem with this. I love, I definitely prefer Night Force Crazy Legs to regular Crazy Legs. Yeah. Because it looks like you wouldn't get shot out of the sky at dead midnight. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Bam! Um, Part of the Up With People parachute show. Right? Uh, and I like that he's not just, uh, it doesn't, at least from the, the image here, it doesn't look like he's just ripcord with different web gear, right? So, okay, cool. Um, we kind of already are getting a Night Force parachute guy, but okay. Hey, let's have to. Dude, if I get him, because the idea of a, of a paratrooper jumping out of a helicopter is nuck and futz, I'm going to put crazy legs and ripcord flying the dragonfly. Right, and then at some point they're just like, "Smell you later." And they're like, "Already <laughs> injected, bitch." Hey, it looks like there's foot pads on the uh, on the skids. I could jump off of those. Right, <laughs> that makes sense. I'm yeah. sure those big spinning sharp blades aren't going to do anything to uh, to the uh, high altitude, low opening gear. It's going to open low. I guarantee you. Again, we we do have to to bow to to Darren Marshall's expertise as he was a paratrooper. Mm, that's true. Uh, he did jump out of Shinooks. So there you go. Mm. I can I I can vouch for this man's military experience. That's the one with the big like garage doors on the side, right? Uh, sure, why not? Not like the the canopy that opens into the rotor blades? No. No. <laughs> okay. No, Chinooks are Chinooks are like troop carrier, cargo carrier. Yeah. They, no. they, they can just kind of hang out on the skid. Look, just fall off. Look. I ain't going to mansplain paratrooping to a guy who actually did it, right? <laughs> but I'm willing to bet, correct me if I'm wrong, Darren, uh, did you ever jump out of a Cobra helicopter? Not not Cobra as in yeah. Hail Cobra, but Cobra as in the Cobra copter that the Dragonfly is based on. I'm willing, based. willing to bet only one paratrooper ever attempted that. <laughs> Uh, Diana Davis asks, so Doc, Crazy Legs, and Quick Kick, 
Shall we hope for sneak peek and create killed an action force? Oh. Yeah, we got Breaker already. <laughs> you know what that means? Saw Viper confirmed. Battle, Battle Force 2000 coming soon. Right. I think that's just what you you just get a bunch of get a bunch of caskets from one of those McFarlane monster lines. <laughs> Next hacks lab. Mobile battle bunker. Man, I would have been your hookup. <laughs> I would have been your hookup back in the here we day. Go. Sean Russell, uh, tinfoil hat time here. Do you guys think another figure was slotted here and this is a pivot? I'm asking because the others are digital renders and Crazy Legs is a drawing. No, I think this was their plan. Yeah. Just because the digital render is ready doesn't mean that they, or, or not ready, doesn't mean that that wasn't the plan. There's other stuff to work on besides the digital render of a figure that's going to be out. Uh, over a year from now, so uh, no, this 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 is this is probably what they meant to do. I would have again uh, going retro here. If I were running it, I would have started with drawings anyway. And when they unlocked, then I would have had digital right. renders as the next bit as right. a way to feed out more info over time. But uh, what do I know? Right, a, a pivot would be something that you would do in an unsuccessful campaign to try and make it successful. Mm -hmm. um, there is no reason to pivot anywhere with this dragonfly um that second stretch goal is in the bag it's it's all but done uh that third stretch goal is gonna happen somewhere in the next six days because it's gonna be the last six days um and and the the uh the fomo crowd will jump in at that point um yeah that, so it, it's gonna be there this is what they plan to do these are, look, folks, the stretch goals for, for these types of projects are going to be repaints and kit bashes. There's no way around that. I know everybody had their, their grand designs of what strange, um, you know, strange, uh, you know, wish lists, but no, <laughs> no, it's just, it's not, that's not how this works, guys. It's not how this goes. They have to plan this stuff out way in advance. Yeah, I, I will not give my thoughts on what other shows inside knowledge says. I don't care. There's no lore behind a red cap and David Crazy Legs Thomas, is there? No, I think it's just just a nice piece of gear. Just just something you can wear. Have we had that? Have we had a said that was a rigger's hat? Yeah. Have we had a baseball cap before? Uh, With anybody, or is that a brand new bit? That closest thing was probably gun ho. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah they was... couldn't get, couldn't give him a marine cover, and they just gave him a Yankees hat. Uh, Sam Myers asks, "Have we all seen the Brinks tracker chart?" I think I no, I, no idea what you're talking about. Oh, uh, I, I have. That's the guy online who's tracked the Joe Kickstarters. Yeah. And how they've done to because there's there's this idea that the announcement of Glenda killed uh the buzz on the orders for this item. And it's near as I can tell, it's just your typical Kickstarter thing, right? Big yeah. spike, long yeah. Yeah. plateau, big spike. That's right. kind of how it works. So e even during the slow part of this campaign, there were still 50 or 60 orders being added every day, which is pretty good momentum for that middle section. Uh, so don't, don't believe the gloom and doom and the naysayers. This, that just didn't work out that way. Right. You don't pivot on a campaign 
that funded in the first day. Yeah. There, why would you? Or on day two in this case, right. but still. Yeah. Right, right. But why would you? Yeah. Craig, uh, um, Cohen, Craig Cohen has a good point that Lady J had a baseball cap. She had a baseball hat with hair. Yeah, and I'm and I'm like, yeah, but she's a woman. But I'm like, wait a minute. Actually, she was Chris Catan. So stop. Okay. Stop. Photo Viper letting us know that Cutter and Hardball were baseball caps. Uh-huh. And so did Shockwave. That's where I was going with that. But uh, uh, Viper Scout notes that aren't Wendy's caps red. And yeah, I guess, don't they have those visors? Right. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if that works. I don't think maybe this is more SCTV, Dave Thomas. Isn't baseball cap plus beachhead buck plus blue paint shockwave? Sure. All yeah. right. I'll be that guy. Right. You, you heard it here first. My inside information. Well, I, I think tells he's also me. a name floating around the rumor mill. Yeah, he is now. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. why why wouldn't you do shockwave? Right. But why why would you why would you spin shockwave? as a fourth stretch or third stretch goal behind a $300 paywall. That, that is dumb thinking. No, no, no. I'm talking about rumor will for like, you know, a figure coming out, not rumor mill for this. Yeah. Well, with, with night force yeah. becoming a thing that, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, a patrol cap. Yeah. He had a painter's cap, which was fashionable in the eighties. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And uh, Scott is accurate in that shockwave is purple. Mm-hmm. And he's got a laser gun for a hand. Oh, yeah. dude, look at Rachel Salinas with the, with the uh, the throwback to Mike's What I Got In two weeks ago. Steamroller, baby! <laughs> Woo! Now with a 14-pack. Right. Because oh, he's had, <laughs> what, 20 years or 30 years to, to build up the gym. Oh, I can hardly wait for the gun holster belt buckle. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, uh, Scott says, I had a painter's cap with the flaps like Shalimar wore. <laughs> Who's, who the hell is Shalimar? Shalimar was a, an R&B group, late 70s, early 80s. Oof. Okay. Second time around was, was their big hit from. Oh, I heard that one. We used it as a as the closing theme for the the Action Force Kickstarter. Anyways, <laughs> oh, uh, Craig Cohen asks, "I wonder why they're putting out the special teams before the originals." I, I think it's just an opportunity situation. You know, it, it seems to be the um, the 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 pattern. You got a better guarantee of getting two bites of the apple that way. Yeah, it's right. Like Thunder Thundercracker before Starscream. Right. It's, I got no problem with that. They did it with Bazooka. They did it with Ricondo. It's happened Outback. Right. Well, I mean, it happened in this this Kickstarter or rather crowdfunding thing with Ripcord. Um, so it's all right. No biggie. No big. So long as they get there, I guess. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, you know, anyhow, so that's what we got. Uh, we got to, we, we, we got the, we're down to the nitty gritty on, on the dragonfly. So get yourself over to Hasbro Pulse. Check it out. If you haven't already, uh, give it a pledge. If you can, it's, it's a big ask. I know it's a lot of money and a lot of space, but um, unless it's a money thing. And if it is, I totally get it. Why would you wait? 
If you know you're going to buy it, why would you wait? Because uh, you can pledge and cancel. Right. right? But I usually wait on these things because I just don't like, like, I'll forget where I put it card-wise. So I just like oh, okay. it fresh in my head. All right. Um, so that's that's why I usually go later as opposed to earlier on bigger purchases. Like if it's a small one, whatever, I'll just get it. Where I'm I'm not so hurting for cash right now that I can that I can't say you know something under fifty bucks and just react to it. Okay, it that that's legit. But, but bigger purchases, I I like to figure it out towards the end, just so it's not floating in the ether for too too long. Mm -hmm. Big purchases for me always go on the household card. <laughs> <laughs> Because you have a death wish. What is so, so, so far so good? Err, we'll see. But, but uh, Sam Myers, so not a risk really in the context of a HasLab. It wouldn't affect classics or classified at all. Uh, no, no. Um, for purposes of sales and success and things like that, um, HasLabs are kind of their own animal. Like the, the obviously the Joe team is involved with this, but they're not the only team involved with, with the HasLabs. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, I, I, everybody, I, in, who's commenting in the live chat, I, I know that there's other fail safes involved, but <laughs> they want to help. They want to help you. I, I get it, but it's, it's my money and I need to feel what tiny amount of control I have over it the way I need to feel that. That's, that's how it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. I'm not used to having spending money. It's been a long adulthood. <laughs> right? Folding like I, money. I, I, I understand. I'm not criticizing the value that we're getting at $274.99. I'm just saying that it, I still have a little bit of a flinch reaction when that sort of thing comes up. I, I can't just throw that at something. I gotta I gotta take my time, do some breathing exercises, and then I can I can go forward. There's no wrong way to do it. And as Cornelius McKillicuddy notes, I wait because I'm a narcissist who wants to be able to claim that my pledge <laughs> unlocked the tier. That is, that's the dream. <laughs> Come on, lucky number seven. Right. Come on, 19,000. Like being the millionth shopper, the balloons will fall down and oh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> hey, that happened to our grandmother. Oh, yeah? Although in the reverse, she was the first person to walk into a new store. Okay. She was customer yeah. one. Yeah, she was the first customer at our local Kroger. Nice. Which we still shop at today. Kroger? Damn near killed her. <laughs> it, it was so funny. She got to be in the 4th of July parade. She was throwing candy at kids. She loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Time of her life. Right. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, Sam Myers says, I know the investment guys have a whole system. They wait to see the numbers look like and determine how many are worth purchasing if they plan to sell them on the secondary market. I get all that. I'm buying one. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I had to, I, I really wasn't sure. I needed to make sure that I had that money set aside. I like to take my time. They give us a month plus. No big deal. And I have no idea because I never work in the HasLab era, but I really wonder what percent of overall sales are speculators right our investors who right. believe it's going to be worth more inside a year and who knows maybe a ton in a decade by comparison but right like it and that really is it it is all just speculation because who knows how excuse me who knows how collectible this is all going to be five years from now 10 years sure. 
yep. 15 years from now. So I'm counting on Sla- Slaughter's Marauders Barbecue, putting Derek through college. So right, right, because there won't there won't be but six or eight of those out in the free world. So you Absolutely. will have a a mint in package collector's item. Yeah, if you have one, break it open, kiddos, because unless you got one sent to you that is actually secretly like an uh, uh, a 90s X-Men Jubilee with no accessory. Right. Dude, I saw a guy open up his shipwreck and it had uh, the beard was painted, but not the mustache. It was terrifying. Wow. And I'm like, I wonder how many time bombs are out there <laughs> inside the sealed box packaging era. <laughs> and that we're not, we're not going to find out for a long, long time. Right. Cause you're either, I, I guess I'm a bit of an aberration. Most people, are either openers or they aren't. I'm an opener, but I haven't had a display area in 20 years, right? So a lot of my stuff is sealed just because, right? It's not the way I want it, but I may get to some of these classified figures, you know, 15 years from now and be like, hey, what the... Luckily, I'm not buying from straight retail because you never know what got returned to Walmart, right? And there's a lot of dirt bags in not Joe specific, just in the collecting hobby. Right. And they and they pretty much got their their fondest wish for about a year, right? Free right. toys. All you gotta do is put back in your headless John Cena and <laughs> you're off to the races. So hey, that, the head is there, you just can't see it. Yeah, do 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 do. Don't don't get us demonetized. That uh, Michael Gene Fleming says, if it unlocks all the tiers and gets more of these made for future collectors to be able to obtain in 20 years, let them speculate. Fair enough. I, I don't have any problem with it. You know, buy, buy whatever you want for whatever reason you want. That's what it's there yeah, for. It, speculators are taking the risk, and yeah. and it's them buying five or ten through different email accounts if they want to doesn't affect what you're going to buy at all. Nope. So, nope. Cool. If they're helping, if they're helping unlocking to unlock stretch goals, they get you an extra figure for no charge. Right. It's it's like people. It's like people who tune in to hate watch. Right? We don't care. Plus Specu- one. Yep. Speculate away. Hate watch away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're just watching us to come up with content for your crappy podcast, I get it. Your podcast sucks. <laughs> Uh, next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, true first, man. I want to leave that out there with the last statement. Your podcast sucks. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to see or hear that again. That's okay. Right. I'm, I'm, that, like, that's that's not going to be uh, community calendar intro number 11 or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> podcast sucks. Anyways, up next. Also revealed on Monday. Uh, the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, Chuckles, as we alluded to in the thumbnail. Uh, special thanks to Ron Burgundy and team for helping us out on that one. But uh, there he is in all of his glory. That's a pretty cool-looking figure. Um, I'm not going to go crazy trying to get a hold of this one because I have I have a feeling Chuckles is popular enough that we'll see a regular edition version of him. Like, I don't need fully loaded Chuckles if the cards don't fall that way. Man, I don't know. I'm not sure that Hawaiian shirt looking chuckles is, is going to be at your Walmart store anytime soon. 
nothing's at my Walmart store. Yeah, nothing's yeah. at my Walmart store ever. You know what I meant. <laughs> oh, see, he's out there, man. He's he's lurking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's there. Look, man. If nothing else, I'm a content creator, right? right. So. Craig Cohen insists that our podcast doesn't suck. We I, know. I didn't say our no, podcast, I your podcast. I've been, doing this for, <laughs> yeah. I've been doing this for 12 years. I couldn't possibly be that tone deaf, could I? Yeah. Uh, he looks cool, though. I, I really dig this. This is this is a good-looking figure. Uh, it's got great stuff. It's got bonus hands and uh, all kinds of cool spy gear and uh, cool art. Um, you can catch some of that on the next page here. You can see him with his beat-up face. Um. Got a got a tomahawk coming in the background for pickup. I wonder what's up with that. Oh, good God! Don't even start. <laughs> <laughs> got a cool little cartoon where he's judo kicking some bats and and uh, making off with a wall safe full of stuff. I don't know what Chuckles is up to here. Looks like Chuckles is a common burglar hoodlum, but uh, stealing stealing cobras rightfully gained wealth. Dude, that looks Top like ruffian. one of my favorite coin op games. Uh, elevator action, totally right. into the car and gone. <laughs> hey uh go but can you go back one because somebody this wasn't me somebody pointed this out uh we can't zoom in here but, but the uh notes that even in the artwork he's wearing slacks i just yeah. had, to, had to throw a slacks comment in there if we're gonna be if we're gonna be brutal the the boots are way too high for chuckles but uh, whatever but i can't zoom in i don't think but dude the cassette player there next to the binoculars is four thousand percent sound wave? Oh yeah, which is um, I believe. Awesome. I believe. Don't they admit it in the press release? Did they? I didn't. I think so. Yeah. 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 They I did. don't. I don't trust the press. And uh, Tristan McDonald, quick to point out there that Crimson Baroness and the twins are in the artwork. Well, there was that not so subtle hint dropped on the last live stream. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's it's there in the corner of the artwork. Yeah. You missed all that. Yeah. Stuff. You know what, Rob? Not everybody watches the live streams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't be a butt, Rob. I'm gonna be a butt. I don't. Don't be an elitist. Watch the. Yeah, that's it. He's a butt, so he's out. He's gone, so he can butt out. <laughs> so we'll, we'll. Uh, I, I mean, that's a pretty good, pretty good sign that those figures are coming somewhere. We'll see how they're unlocked, or how they're unlocked, how they're available uh, to us. Maybe it's another San Diego exclusive. Maybe it's a PulseCon exclusive. Maybe it's a whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll find out when I tell us. If it wasn't for gridiron, I'd be buying this chuckles just to get the shoulder holster to make my stealer. But they already hooked me up, so I'm good. Andrew Galgan, uh, impressed with my my producing skills. Mm -hmm. Mid sentence, chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, Matt Rubin says, "I'm not a butt. I'm an ass. Totally different. Nah, not really. Your butt." Uh, Andrew Galgan says, uh, what do we think the retail price will be? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Chuckles here on his own, $60. Ooh. I think, no, I think they said it was, I think they listed in the press release again. I thought it was like $41.99 or something. I don't, I don't know. I didn't look at the press release to great detail. I just skimmed it for its images and put it up. But it, I, if they put up $41.99, I'll bet you just being a San Diego exclusive, it goes up to 50 Man. That's a bit of a gouge. There's not that much here. Nah, there's not. But it's, you're it's, you're paying for packaging a little bit. Yeah, it's 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 an exclusive, damn it. Mm. 
and he's got a beat up face. But um, Viper Scout says, surprise, this, they did this deco as an exclusive. Should have left this for the main line and done white with pink movie like uh, movie look as the exclusive. I don't know. I'm okay with it. Um, I, I think the main line chuckles, and I really do think there's going to be a main line chuckles. Um, I think it's just going to have less stuff. You might get a couple little cool spy add-ons, but I don't think it's going to be as much as this guy. Like, you will get the bonus head. You won't get the extra hands. Uh, you might get the briefcase, but that, you know, that'd be about it. Um, but uh, Darren points out Mindbender was $41.99 as well. There you go. Um, so that that's that's probably solid. Um, but yeah, I, I like this. I'm just, uh, if, if it doesn't come my way, I'll be okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if they're going to be better about those those online barcodes or whatever they did last year, whatever that system was that everybody was able to, to scam. <laughs> from from the press release, they're basically saying that you have to be present to get one. They, now, that doesn't mean that after San Diego that they don't put some on the pulse. Right. Yeah, I mean, they said that last year, too, and who was, who was ordering it right on the first day of San Diego? Yeah, mm. but, you know... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm okay with this. I, I again, I, I have a feeling that mainline Chuckles will be there. He's a pretty popular yeah. character. They're not going to just just stick him in an exclusive, even though it is a reasonably accessible exclusive. Um, I don't think they're going to going to do that. But much like Zartan last year, with this, you know, we got cool Zartan with lots of lots of bonus and changing color ability last year. So I, I think this this will be more along those lines. Uh, Mark Weber, you in on this one? Yeah, if I, if I can find them easy, yeah, absolutely. I'm in on everything if I can, but... Rock time, Rob? Uh, yeah, like I said, depending on the degree of difficulty, sure. I mean, you are you are a renowned Chuckles hater through the years. Eh. Ooh, I didn't know that. He is. I, I, I have to say he's grown on me a little bit more with the comics, but... I, well, I wasn't I wasn't a chuckle set at all. Until... I mean, not not the original Marvel run because he was just kind of like, hey, yeah, all right, you know. But yeah, back, but back, last last, I mean, yeah, oh, I mean, like dude. I said, yeah, the Cobra series and and Larry's used him better in the uh, the IDW run of Real American Hero. I pushed as hard as I could when I was there for them to shop last laugh to Netflix and and around and nobody else nobody else was willing to fight that fight with me. But way way back in the day when we were just uh, toe headed lads, uh, and Chuckles was released in 1987. Oh, Rob hated him. I wasn't a fan either. I, I love the thing that I really hated about him was his code name. I was like, that's the stupidest code name. I love the shoulder. Holster. I still think it's kind of dumb. But you know. wasn't it the first functional shoulder yeah. holster in the whole mm-hmm. line? Yeah, yeah. I, I dug that. But I think I took it off him and gave it to somebody else. Hey, Chad's here. Top it in to say hey, everybody. Hey, Chad. Hey, Chad. What's up, Playboy? Good good to see you, man. Hope everything's going well. That's right. But uh, I, I don't know. Chuckles never bothered me because he was uh, – it's okay to have have a dude who's deep undercover who just doesn't take life seriously, and yeah, that's his name. That's his name. Hey, man, as king of the Lazy Bastard Customs, he's got great pants. And he does have great pants, and he mm-hmm. can throw a missile at you. That's true. Yes. And he can ride a helicopter right under the blades. 
<laughs> and we're getting a helicopter where he can do that. Maybe he should have come with the dragonfly as the, th- as the third paratrooper. I, I think I think San Diego Chuckles just went up my list. <laughs> Moving on up now. <laughs> oh, God. If you're uh, wondering what we're talking about, by all means, go back into our library. Uh, just last week, in fact, we, we did a watch-along of the 1987 G.I. Joe movie. Check that out. It was fabulous. It, it was a lot of fun. Well, I mean, the show was. The movie's okay. The movie's okay. The show was great. We pushed it over great, the top. Great show. Pushed it over the top. Mm-hmm. Next news item. Do, 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 do. That brings us to the end of the news. As you can see there, uh, Chunky Tank Kitty is brought to us by the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast. Uh, he's out there in his Meowler tank. Uh, hopefully he'll be available to uh, fans near and far. Sometime in the near future. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Outside of the, what, 20 or 25 people in the Meowler Club right now? Right. Or mm-hmm. or I think Hans Chow bought 30 of them. So <laughs> just however Hans Chow. The FOH, Friends of Hans. Did, yeah, Friends of Hans. He's he shaved army. his beard. He put, on, he put on Instagram. He shaved his beard. He looks like a different dude. He's army building. Right. Look, man, if like I could, Italian I, building, yeah. I could, I would. I'd paint diff I'd paint different kitties in there. <laughs> that that may be something that's coming soon. That'll be the only spoiler I put on there. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> we'll be XOXO. We'll be back with another uh team mail call uh, after a quick message from our good friends at Kokomo Toys. Stay with us. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on! Uh, also, last week, we did put out mail call number five. It was just me riding solo. Uh, we're trying that as a different format a little bit. We, we want to get some short content stuff out there, maybe a little bit more evergreen. Uh, so when folks have real specific questions for us, that way we can, we, you know, if you got a comic question, I'll, I'll put Rob to work on it. You know, if, if we get a, a question about uh, maybe the marketing side of things, we'll have Mark answer that question and so on and so forth. Uh, so, so maybe the... The, uh, the the mail call episodes aren't going to be this big expansive things, uh, but but just something that maybe one of us can answer in ten minutes or less and and help help grow the channel a little bit that way. Uh, sometimes it's a lot to ask somebody to undertake two hours of block programming into their viewing schedule, mm-hmm. and I get that. And it, it, we've we've experienced steady growth with our channel, but it's steady slow growth, and I, and I think that doesn't uh, that doesn't belie the effort and the quality that we put into it. So anything to help help move those numbers along and, and circulate us out there for the masses. And oh, if you haven't checked out Mail Call 5, it posted last Friday. Do yourself a favor. Do us a favor. Check it out. Like the video. Subscribe. Do those cool things that we ask you to do uh, on, on YouTube here all the time. We appreciate it. There's, there's a good 90 of you in the, in the live chat tonight. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you're doing those things for us here tonight. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. I probably got those buttons backwards. I don't know. Um, 
be sure to leave a comment and share us in all of your social media circles, be it Facebook or Reddit or what have you. Um, if you got a couple of bucks laying around, uh, can make can become a monthly subscriber. Our coffee link is down below as well. We've also got the coffee link for Joe Colton's cosplay. Uh, if you want to support her endeavors, it's right down there for you. Uh, she'll be back with us at some point, I promise. And remember, they're cosplaying for three now. Right. So. <laughs> right. Uh, if you're catching us on Facebook, uh, be sure to leave us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We do love little huggy guy. And of course, if you're one of our audio listeners, uh, we're available Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Uh, write us a review. Give us a nice five-star review. We haven't had too many reviews later. I know that's what drives circulation in those circles. So be sh please uh, help us out there. Give us just a couple of minutes of your time uh, and, and give us a nice nice uh, marking on your, your review tab thing stuff. Yeah. We also take cash. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Envelopes filled with filthy lucre. We we do have a couple of letters that, that do not have specific questions. So we're going to share those with you here tonight. Uh, just to, for, for anybody who's new, you can get a, a taste of what goes on uh, with Mail Call here on the live show. So anyways, our first letter. Uh, what's on Joe Mind Crew? Hey, a few months back. UK-based company Numskull revealed it secured the license to sell a quarter-scale replica of Konami's 1989 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles four-player arcade game. The game features authentic cabinet styling, art, and gameplay, and is set to release in December for approximately $300. You're probably asking, what does this have to do with G.I. Joe? Well, the short answer is that back in 1992... Konami also released a G.I. Joe arcade game in the same four-player style cabinet as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Designed as a third-person on-rails shooter, the game allowed players to battle Cobra across three multi-stage missions and play as either Duke, Scarlet, Snake Eyes, or Roadblock. It's a fantastic game that, unfortunately, was never released for home consoles and is playable today only through original arcade hardware or emulation, Add legal warning for copyrighted game ROMs here. I don't know how much demand or interest is out there for a quarter-scale G.I. Joe cabinet, especially if it carries a $300 price tag, but I thought I'd highlight the upcoming release of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as an opportunity for Joe fans to reach out to Numskull and let them know that if that they're interested. Uh, email them at hello at numskull.com. Remember, that's hello at numskull.com. Uh, Numskull would need to work with both Hasbro and Konami to license the game, which might be a tough hurdle to overcome. Uh, probably no bigger hurdle than Turtle. Uh, but uh, regardless, it may be worth a shot if it means more fans can experience this obscure gaming gem from the early 90s. If anyone's interested in learning more about the game, Joe Sidings reviewed it last year. Link for that review is down in the in, in the in the comments below. Uh, thanks for sharing, and yo, Joe, the Sarge, Ryan Chrissy from JoeSidings.com. Um, so no problem, Sarge. We're glad we can help you out with that one. Everybody check out that review. Uh, Ryan does great work. Uh, back in the day, I was one of the admin staff of the Joe Sightings forums, which don't exist anymore. Uh, so it's it's not without saying that if if, if not for the JoeSightings.com forums, there may not be a What's on Joe Mind today. Ooh. That was my first 
my first dip of the toes into what is a, a GI Joe community. Uh, and it, that, that got into show running and, uh, community building and podcasting and all this other stuff that's come since then. Uh, so any, anytime you can get over and support Ryan and Joe sightings.com. If you like us, you'll like him. Um, he's, he's pretty level-headed and even-handed and fair. Um, he, he's not shilling anything. Uh, he's not tearing anything down. He just enjoys GI Joe stuff uh, and wants to tell you about it. So, uh, head on over joesightings.com follow the link in the comments check out the gi joe video game uh, there's some playthroughs on youtube as well you can check them out but it, it's a pretty cool little game because it, it uses it was 1992 but it uses the 80s versions of those four characters so it's it's mm -hmm. duke it's classic scarlet it's classic snake eyes and it's uh 85 roadblock i think so it's it's the guys that we're used to seeing it's not the weird 1992 versions of them <clears throat> um so it's a it's a good time, and um, but uh, yes. So uh, remember, if you're watching us here tonight, it's part of your debt of gratitude to JoeSightings.com. Check it out. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the letter, Ryan. We'll do our best. Doesn't Terry Desard have an original, full-on cabinet of that game? I'm pretty sure that's one of the one of the holy grails of his overall Joe collection is that full-on arcade game in his living room. I, I think so. Um, I, think I remember that. Kokomo Toys had one for a long, long time. They actually sold it um, because Todd will sell anything if you give him the chance. <laughs> and um, but uh, but he had that for a long, long time uh, in the front of Kokomo Toys. I used to play that with his kids, and now his uh, and they were better than me at that game when they were five. Uh, so, <laughs> kind of begs the question, though, right? What kind of moron would have a video game cabinet just sitting out in their living room, right? Like, come know, on now. Jeez. <laughs> it's better than a pinball game, I guess. As long as you're playing Rampage or Joust or two-player Gauntlet, which makes no sense. Because <laughs> Gauntlet was a four-player game and there's three joysticks on that thing. But what, what one, was, the, what the was one that, on American Dad last night, Rob? Jurassic Park pinball game? I don't know if I saw that one. Oh, okay. It might have been after Rob went to bed. Dull. Jurassic only, Park football game right there in the in the living room. Never seen the movie, he, he said. The only game no one plays on this thing, Defender. Even free, that game's a bitch. So, <laughs> don't you bother. Can't, you can't even burn quarters on it, and it's Dude, still pleasant. As a kid, I burned one quarter in Defender, and I'm like, that's bullshit. I played like 41 seconds. Never again. Yeah, no, we're, we're out. I'm going to go play Matt. I only got a quarter left. What should I play? Any of these other ones or Matt Mania for two hours? Yeah, that's the win. Yeah! Love Matt Mania. That's where the finger comes from. <laughs> I still say it's Buster Rhymes, but whatever. Uh, it's a little of both. <laughs> Next letter. We got, we got two tonight, so bear with us. Uh, good evening, Joe team. Just watched What's On Joe Biden mail call number five. I want to let you know this is a question I also had, and I thought the response was fantastic. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. I've really been hitting the 25th anniversary and more modern four-inch Joes the last two years, but the way you guys and gal talk so lovingly about the vintage three-quarter three O-ring have been getting me interested in the vintage Joes. Uh, the only O-rings I have right now are recent releases. These figures have a certain charm to them. Uh, this show is why I'm back to collecting G.I. Joe. 
I was originally looking for a podcast about movie reviews since I had just watched the live action movies and your show came up on my search. Okay. Uh, I listened to, to it on Podbean first, then discovered the team stream later on. I wasn't collecting, but I enjoyed your talks about the, the news and the characters I kind of sort of remembered. I was born in 82, started playing with the toys in 92 for about two years, and then dropped off until 2021. Your passion and knowledge has gotten me back into G.I. Joe. I was a Transformers kid originally. Robots. Don't write in. I'm just joking. Don't write in. <laughs> I got into classified a bit late, but I have been able to procure every figure I've wanted so far, which is 95% of them. I almost didn't collect classified, but the color chain Zartan came back in stock at the Pulse surprisingly one day. I pulled the trigger, and I haven't looked back. Your show brought me back to Kokomo Toys. I hadn't shopped there for a few years due to the pandemic and having small kids with me that I didn't want to take out. Who wants to take out small kids? Mark Weber? I'll, I'll take out children anytime. <laughs> Just got to hit them hard enough so they don't cry on the way down. Slide tackle. Take them out of the lane. Oh, Bam! Look, man, nobody's fast on the ground. I would like to point out that the views expressed by Mark Weber are not shared by the... <laughs> yes, they are! Let me tell you, man, I was pretty much Cobra Kai at Barrington Christian Academy teaching my kids the dirty side of soccer. You know, if you hook, if a guy's right on you in the wall, if you can manage to hook his shoelace under your cleat and put all your weight on that foot, when he tries to move, he falls. And it's not a foul because he looks like a klutz. Just saying. He's just a big doof. It's hard to pull that one off, but... That's advanced techniques, but it's you know. a it's a win. Even if they catch you trying it, they look at you like son of a bitch. You're like, yeah, there's more where that came from. I recently picked up a Wolverine and a few smaller vehicles there. My family usually makes the two and a half hour drive from Elkhart, Indiana, about once a quarter to Kokomo. Yes, my email is all over the place. The point is, I appreciate your show. I appreciate your enthusiasm, knowledge, and integrity with the brand. I've listened to and watched a few other shows, but they aren't the same. That's for damn sure. Mm. Your community is involved and welcoming and usually very positive. It's a great place to be a part of. Please keep up the amazing work. I want you guys to know it makes a difference to this collector. This is even better than a Batman the Animated Series podcast. Thank you. <laughs> that is from Ben Kitt via email. And thank you, Ben. We appreciate it. Uh, we, we didn't want your kind words to, to not be heard. Uh, we're glad that uh, we're we're out there and and helping you out with this stuff. It, it's the, these are the kind of things. These are the the, the sorts of letters that that uh, that really give you a good feeling about what you're doing. Um. So yeah, I don't want to I don't want to wax poetic on us too too much, but figured we if you're going to take the time to write that much email, we're going to take the time to make sure it gets read. So thank you, yeah, man. And if you're just gonna. Go ahead, if Mark. you're just going to love all over the show for two pages, then yeah, right in. All yeah, it doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt, right? <laughs> if you if you write us two pages and and you're just nailing, you know, just just crapping on us the whole time, well, we're probably not going to read that one. But two pages of love, we're in. we're absolutely in on it. Anyways, <laughs> hey, hey good point there. Good point. We get pe we get people back into collecting this line. Look, right. that's, that's what this is about, right? We're, look, we're we're here to to we we love the the click us. We're we we're here for a little bit of self love. Make no mistake, you can't do this sort of thing and be a hundred percent free from that. But we're here to build a community first, and we're here to be rock stars second. 
And there's a lot of folks out there that have those priorities either out of whack or completely flipped. Yep. Uh, and, and God help us if we ever get to that point. Um, I, I don't ever want to be that show. We get to, we get to the point where we're that show. We're going to stop doing a show. No, no, no. If we get to that point, we'll get invited to the brand panels. Oh, probably. Yes, probably. Uh, we, we got, uh, we did get invited once and then Rob went and fucked it up for us the rest of the time. <laughs> hey, look, I was the one who was being polite and asking questions. They thought he was going to pull off the mask. And it was going to be me underneath. And they'd be like, ah! <laughs> we thought we got rid of him. It's Weber and his heat vision. Ah, quick, get him out before he uh, increases I, transformer sell through by 900%. Ah! I even had a good question for them this time that I'm not going to tell them. I'm not even going to put it out there in the eat. They threw them. That's all right, Mark. They just know how to stop you by reducing your item count. Right? Well, they figured out how to stop me, man. It was it was a version of the Antonio Banderas show where they were like, oh, no, 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 I'm too profitable. I'm too profitable. Too much money. Ah. Scott asks, is eBay the best place to get Joe's? I don't live near Kokomo Toys. Uh, it's a good place. I, You know what? Go watch Mail Call 5. You want the basics on the, the very bare bones how to get started with collecting vintage Joe's from, from me. That's, that's 12 minutes of that. That is mail call five. So check that out when we're done here tonight. Thank you for the plug. I could not promo that episode any better than you asking that question right there, Scott, you are unofficially the fourth host for tonight. Salute. And mail call six includes a question from a listener. How come I can't find any beachhead figures anywhere? Because, because I own them all. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Ben Kit in the in the live chat tonight. It was a long email. I've become a teacher in the last few years, and I've gotten used to filling time with words. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Somewhere I'm, there's a, there's a teacher named Benjamin Carr who's evil with a goatee <laughs> and yellow eyes. God help me, yellow yep. eyes. Yep. Let's let's roll into what we got in. Uh, Racktime Rob, why don't you go ahead and get started? Because I know you got stuff. I got stuff. Yeah, it's, it's been a busy week or two because I got I got two of these bad boys in the mail. Nice. Right. I still haven't seen them yet. They're okay. holding out on me. I like that they chose one Irizarry over the other. Same. Oh, they really did because they I got like, like my stuff a week before he did. They're like, not that guy. I got Bazooka. And Copperhead. And Torpedo. Torpedo. And Rock and Roll. I like Rock and Roll. But my favorite. It's only Rock and Roll. Shipwreck. Let me get you in the big window. Shipwreck is cool. With his mustache painted, he looks great. Uh, he does. That is a uh, Sailor Abe Lincoln. Look all Amish. Sailor Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Sailor Abe. Yeah, th- mine just showed up. Most of them showed up today, so I don't even have them out of the gr- the, the brown boxes yet. And, and I got the email that my payment cleared for scrap iron, so he's coming soon. Nice. Redhead. Didn't know that. Love it. We did. So, uh, yeah, I, mine... Uh, 
that means that I got that email too, which means mine will show up a week after Rob's. That's right. But, um, but, uh, I, I missed something about Firefly. Firefly, hang in there, man. I, I don't know what's up. I, I missed it and I can't go back for it just yet. But uh, hang in there, man. We're, we're with you. I'll find it. Maybe I can scroll up. You can't scroll up. It's your turn. You got to go. Oh, he just said he's having a tough time right now. All right. Well, no we're... specifics. We're here for you, Firefly. That's right, man. Yeah. So uh, I was uh, where I grew up, Bend, Oregon, for two weeks. And my mom's an absolute saint. She's, if she finds anything that looks like it went to a toy, she brings it out here, usually in little Ziploc bags. So she brought me like a grunt M16 broken off right at the barrel. Yeah. So it was like a sawed off M16, which is not a bad idea, actually, because you can carry it better and less recoil and yeah, better, worse aim, whatever. Uh, so we were, we were, I was helping her in the garage and the garage is, is a absolute pit in my mom's house. Sorry to say it hasn't been cleaned in 20 years or maybe 40 because I found this thing in a bag. All right. So yes, this is Joe related. I want to see who can identify this first because it's in the original bag. So it'll be a little hard to see. So I'm going to start way back from the camera and bring it close. Ready? What do we got here? Dun, 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 what dun. is dun, it? Dun, dun, dun. Anybody? Now I'm catching all the glare from the bag. And I Anybody? What the hell it is. You just see bag. I'm sorry, Mark. What if I push down on this gray thing in the middle? And oh, the it's the edges stuff? from the, uh, it's, it's the, the pushy thing from the hovercraft. From, from the, the whale. whale. It's still sealed. Oh, wow. Why would I have this? I remember that I had two whales. And I don't remember why, because I got it for Christmas back to back years. So the first one, something catastrophic, catastrophic must have had happened to it. Because I never, ever bought two of a big vehicle. I didn't roll yeah. like that. Uh, but the whale is a good enough one that if your first one got ruined, you might want to replace it while you still could. Right. So I don't know why I have this. I have no memory why I would have this. And it isn't like you just pick up an extra, right? <laughs> um, and I'm not, I'm not going to open it. It's factory sealed, right? Clearly, you did just pick up an extra. See, now have, that... That'll get Derek through college. Right? I have no idea why Imagine I have if you it. had any veins in there. Right? Uh, I know, right? So, all right, cool. Mark, all, all I'm saying, Mark, is that cocaine's a hell of a drug. Right? <laughs> and if you had this on your bingo chart, extra whale motor from Bend, uh, not basement, garage, that's something. So, uh, real, real quick, Andrew Gogan notes that uh, – uh, Hasbro obviously likes Rob more than my, so does most of our extended family. Uh, that's fair. Well, you know, I wasn't on the episode where you guys broke all the, you know, the figure lines. That's true. <laughs> so I got, I got home and maybe energized by this, whatever. Like I said, I'm an opener, but I don't get to open much of my stuff, but I've been bagging on this guy long enough, right? Like most mm -hmm. people have that. I thought, you know what? Let's see what's, what's causing all this. Right. So get out the, uh, it isn't really a live unboxing, but let's see. We'll just slide this out here. Let's see how bad that face really is, right? How bad is it? It's not that bad, right? No. No, uh, like I said, if you got cut with good paint apps, it's not that bad. Yeah, that's not that bad. And also, totally unrelated, 
Uh, I also got this Captain America figure. <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's that's why it's not that bad. That oh. it's an age of age of old, and I'm I didn't come up with glare. this. Some yeah. guy online posted it and said, "Hey, the uh, age of Ultron Captain America makes a pretty good Falcon head." And you know what? He's it fits. God, he's goddamn right. Uh, it's actually a, you got. I'm gonna have to put some fun tack or something in there because it rattles around a little. Okay. Bit. But you know what? If you want to fix your Falcon. And now I kept the other head too, so he can fit with chuckles, right? So he's got a good looking head and he's got like a beat up dorky looking mutant head. So <laughs> I seriously cannot, it still what's can't the actually that make the lumpy. face out. Yeah. Lumpy. It's really good. That's it. So between Falcon, my whale engine, and headless Captain America, headless cap, it's been a pretty good week. And you know what? If you go for a Captain America with no shield loose on eBay, it's not too expensive. Yeah, that's that's a couple of bucks in most. Yeah, isn't it? that guy had been there for a while at a low price, and I even offered him less. And right. he was like, "Thank God, someone wants shieldless cap." And I'm like, <laughs> "He ain't just shieldless cap. <laughs> he gonna be he gonna be headless cap pretty soon." It's the Dude, Red Skull's dream. That's it. Quite, missing quite a bit. That's it. So that's what I got in. Yeah, what what I got in, I I got uh, I, I got Firefly and Copperhead a couple days ago. I haven't had a chance to crack them open yet. Uh, otherwise, the you other torpedo. Yeah, I'm sorry, fi, torpedo and and Copperhead. Um, the other three, I presume, are what showed up today that I just haven't gotten to. Um, that brings us, of course, to our our recurring recurring. He's covering up the thing right as I'm about to hit the the, the film. I get the big square. We're just gonna let we're just gonna let it uh, just ride on on dark, dark mark square. No, uh, there's there's number eighty six, and as with uh, most of the entries on Beach Party eighty six, when I hit an important number, it just seems like Kevin Watts is selling one. So there it was. It's from from Mr. Kevin Watts himself. He uh his he he included a throw in this time that I cannot show you on camera and remain monetizable in any way shape or form i want it out of my house right it is uh, compatible with the fisher price little people sets from the 70s and 80s and that's about as far as i can take it um, but yet it's not no no it's 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 horrendous and it's right it is 100 perfect kevin so thank you again kevin where we appreciate everything you do for us and for the community as a whole uh, God help me if he knows, like, if, if he ends up sending you number 100. I, I just imagine I'll be sitting there at 99 for a few days, and then I'll get on eBay, and Kevin will have one for, for auction, and I'll have to buy it, because that'll be how that goes. <gasps> Mark's out. Dark Weber has a good ring to it. Right. You know what I am right now? You guys may not have meant, meant to do it, but you're in the dark web. Yeah, that's what just happened. All right. <laughs> Dark Weber. Good night, Vera. Look at the dog. <laughs> Good night, Vera. Dog's like, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my goodness. But yeah, that, that's 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 what I got in. We're up to 86 in Beach Party 86. 
Uh, we'll take some pictures eventually, maybe. I don't know. I need a place to actually take pictures before I can take a ton of pictures. Um, but um, but uh, Michael Gene Fleming notes, uh, he enjoyed the Super Joe special episode, but a bit disappointed that didn't work out for special episode 86 to cover the acquisition of Beach Party 86, number 86. Look, man, I, I did my best. It would have that that's a long way to stretch and a special edition, isn't it? Like that would have been four minutes long. Who can, who who wants to talk about buying a Joe figure for that uh, on eBay, no less, for for more than that? It's we got sick. a visit from the puffball. Right. right. She doesn't usually walk this close, but she thought she was going to get convince uh, Mama to stay down here, and she did not. <laughs> but um. But uh, Scott says two more, and he'll trigger the rapture. Anybody else buy that book back then? No idea what you're talking about, but we'll take your word for it. And maybe we'll find out. Uh, I got I got two more to buy. Apparently, at eighty eight, you, you triggered the rapture. I don't. I guess I don't know. I uh, thought he went back in time. Viper anyway. Scott says Dark Weber has a good ring to it, but it's got too many bees. Oh, yeah, the second bee silent. That's what makes it dark, right? Uh, Matt O'Brien asked, uh, Mark, was that a fatal fluffy? Depends. She's not that mean. My favorite bit, though, if you throw like a uh, a 20-ounce uh, plastic soda, bo soda bottle on the ground, she'll attack it like it owes her rent money and knock the <laughs> hell out of it all over the floor. Just, <laughs> she can't stop it. She can't like hold it with her paws to get a bite on it. So she just barrels into it and hopes it comes back to her like edge out. It's really good. <laughs> She did that for a couple months, and then I brought home a two-liter, which I don't normally buy, just to freak her out. And then through that, through that thing, and it was fantastic. So, all right. So, real quick, because we got to get back to some kind of discipline here. Real quick, Rob, shout out. Shout out to the studio audience. Anybody else? Uh, the makers of whatever medication is going to take the back pain out of me right now. That's none. Uh, Mark Weber, shout out. I'm going to give a shout out to the vet technician. And the other vet technician and the doctor who they called in with, with like burlap gloves up to the shoulder to trim Colin's claws today. Whoa. That was awesome. That is a I, big. I think it only cost 25 bucks, man. Best 25 bucks I've ever spent in my life. Oh, yeah. Watching, watching three trained professionals lose a, a hand, lose a handicap match with my nine-toed cat. Right, oh. that's a bargain at twice the price. That's so that, that cat's got thirty-six toes. That's really good value. I should have sold it on pay-per-view, man. It was awesome. They won, but just barely. But did they? It was three on one, right? A pyrrhic victory. They held. They went for. They went for. There was originally two, and they went for one snap. I think they got one, and then he popped up and damn near bit the doc. And she was like, "Okay, go get Candace and the gloves." And I'm like, oh man, you're in trouble now. So who knows? Look, I, I know my job when we have to get the Kevlar gloves, we got problems. So who, yeah. Who does problem for fighting right. good fight and losing? <laughs> I'm gonna shout out to uh, uh to also to our listeners, to our viewers. If you're here in the live stream tonight, we appreciate you. Remember, like the like the video, subscribe to the channel, do all those cool YouTube things, uh, share, comment. Uh, put us in all your other YouTube and, and social media circles. Um, if you're catching us on replay, we appreciate you too. Same goes for you, man. You count just the same. Uh, like us, subscribe, leave a comment, 
uh, share us in your various circles. If you're catching us on audio replay, thank you. We appreciate you too. That's still a solid 300 listeners or so every episode. Uh, so uh, leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. That's how they know to plug the damn show. Um, you know, other otherwise that that's that's what I got. Uh, we've got to, uh, again shout out to our good friend Brian uh, and 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 Marianne and and what they're going through. We, we'll see you next week. Uh, uh, to our friends at Kokomo Toys, uh, to everybody who took the time to write a letter. We got a couple that are that are waiting for their individual mail call episodes sometime down the line uh you put out one mail call and people start writing you letters again Uh, but that's it for us we'll be back next week 905 here on the superstation for another episode of what's on joe mind Uh, until then as our friend vagon says and he's got to be happy with a couple of paratroopers coming yeah if you can't be safe uh or no if you can't be no if you can't be safe safe if you can't be careful there we go have a great rest of the week everybody (laughs) Did we just bone our own catchphrase? Something like yeah. that. Look, it's his catchphrase. I just lose track of it sometimes. Let me think of something witty to say. No. Good night. Yo, Joe.